So we're doing the softball team this year. Maybe all of the players on the softball team has to do the mustache for this year. Be kind of cool. But anyway, Marvin, thank you for bringing the people in to give me enough time. But like I told you this morning, I, I was sharing with Marvin that we gathered for prayer. And I told him, man, I was like, I started working on this throughout, you know, the last week or so. And I told Mary yesterday afternoon, I'm going to have to really cut this down or we're going to be here till like 1230, so I'll keep it short. So we're going to be looking at 1 John 3, um, starting in verse 19, going to the end, and then also into one, in 1 John 4. But before we kind of get into the main text, I had to think um, as I was going through this, What's the difference between insurance and assurance? Insurance is, refers to coverage for a limited amount of time. We all have insurance that, you know, whatever that might be. But assurance is a declaration to give confidence, a promise. Assurance is what Jesus gives us, and that's what we can, a promise we can claim on. So, I'm going to go ahead and read um, in 1 John 3, starting at verse 19. So if you want to follow, please turn to your copies of the Scripture. So starting in verse 19, By this we shall know that we are of the truth, and reassure our heart before Him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and He knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask from him, because we keep his commandments and do what he pleases. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he has commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God, and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the Spirit whom he has given us. And then continuing in 1 John 4. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are good, whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children... You are here from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So I'm going to start again in... 1 John 3, and I'm going to be referring to a couple different um, scripture portions as well. Um, I'll just read those as we go through them, but kind of three, three highlights in 1 John from verses 19 to 24. Um, the first one is assurance of salvation. And I had to think, like, our salvation is not based on feelings or actions, but on the truth of God's word. And I was thinking about that, I was like, 
maybe that's why it's so challenging sometimes. It's, you know, I'm just sharing for myself here, but you know, I'm a I'm a very task-oriented person. Like, if there's something that I want, if there's something that I want to achieve, is it getting better at golf or whatever that might be? Like, I know that if I do these certain things for a period of time, if I take classes, if I take training, through my actions, I can get to the end result. That's not what the plan of salvation is. And as we're going through this life, like, just something I have to always keep in check for myself. Um, our salvation is, so let me pull up this, Ephesians 2, in verses 8 and 9, um, where it's talking about our sal- salvation is based on faith in Jesus Christ and not our own work. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God not a result of works, so that no one may boast. In John 3.16, which obviously is a familiar verse to a lot of us, but um, 16 through 18, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. So, the first point is assurance of salvation. Um, Second one is confidence in prayer. Actually, there's one more verse I wanted to pull up here in... Um, 1 John 3 and verse 20. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and he knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And then moving into the second point, which is... um, Confidence in prayer. So, prayer is a very powerful tool that we can use to communicate when we speak to God, when we talk to God, and when we want to know what His will for our for us is in our lives. And in Philippians four, um, verses six through seven. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And when I read that, I just had to think, like, how the weight that you would feel going through life if you would not, if you couldn't, like if we didn't have the relationship with Jesus and you couldn't bring everything to him through prayer and just, you know, having that relationship with him. Like if you would not have that, just imagine the weight and the everything you'd have to carry through this life. Like the stress and everything that comes with that. So I'm just thankful for that. Um,
So going back to our text in 1 John 3, verses 21 through 22, um, picking up in 22, and, what, and whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. Again, he's just talking about prayer and connecting with God through prayer. Um, the last one is in James 5. So James 5, verse 16. Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. So point number two is just confidence in prayer. And the third one, um, obedience in God's commandments. This reminds us that God's commandments is to believe in the name of Jesus Christ and to love one another not just following um, the rules, but showing love to one another and helping each other through this life, expressing our love for God and others. Um, John 14. Verse 15, it simply says, "If you love me, you will keep my commandments." And then in 1 John 3, verse 23, which was our main passage, and, in the, and this is His commandment, that we believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as He has commanded us. I didn't think, like, love one another. What, how does that, what's a practical way that that looks like in everyday life as we're, as we're just going through life? I had to think for myself, like, we're, I'm dealing with a situation right now at work where it's not just a, a short relationship, but it's, you know, a, a big project we're doing. And the lady we're working with, like, i got to be honest, it's challenging sometimes to love her. Like, it's just, she makes it very challenging to have a relationship and work with her. But what does that look like for me as I'm working with her? And then verse 24, whoever keeps his commandment, his commandments abides in God and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. I think that as we're, you know, it says abides in God, as we're abiding in God and God in, in him, like, that helps us stay in check to love one another as we're going through this journey. So, going into 1 John 4, um, verses 1 through 6 there, he's talking about testing the spirits. And John warns us about false prophets and encourages us to test every spirit to discern whether it is from God or not. Um, so, just a couple points on, on that. The first one is um, testing the spirits in a world full of false teachings. It's, it's very important that we examine each message when we hear it and evaluate it. Is it actually coming from the Word of God or not? Like I just had to think there's so many with technology and there's so many sermons and everything streamed on, on YouTube and wherever else. But like is that actually coming from the Word of God? 
Um, and then the second one is confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. The third one is overcoming the spirit of Antichrist. So here John is encouraging us um, that we have to overcome the false prophets which were in the world. And in verse 3 there, he says, And every spirit that does not confess, Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming, and now is in the world. Um, Number four is listen to the word of God. John reminds us that those who know God will listen to the apostles' teachings and those who are not from God will not. So how do we listen to God? How do we connect with Him on a daily basis? Um, I think one of them just for me is making it a priority to study and to meditate in the Word of God um, where we can recognize the truth and reject the false teachings. And then number five is know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And John just concludes in Verse 6 there, um, by saying that by testing the spirits, we can discern the spirit of truth and the spirit of error, knowing the difference between truth and falsehood. I just had to think, especially in the first, um, so the ending of 1 John 3 and verse 19 there, like, it's so easy, yet it's so hard, like, just believing that Jesus was flesh and that he was here and that it's not on works, but it's through him, our salvation. Like, it's, it's so easy, but yet we make it, I make it so difficult. I make it so hard sometimes. And just loving one another, like, what's so hard about just loving somebody? But yet it's challenging. So... Just a couple points in kind of in wrapping up here. 1 John 3, um, just kind of a recap again. Assurance of salvation, confidence in prayer, be encouraged to trust in God's promises, align our will with His will, express our love for God and for others through obedience to His Word. And then in chapter 4, going into chapter 4, discerning and test every spirit to see whether it is from God, confess that Jesus Christ has come into the flesh, listen to the word of God, and know the spirit of truth. I think for me, especially one of the things is just knowing that Meditating and spending time, I was sharing with somebody earlier this week, like, this week has been fairly busy for me, more than usual, and it's, it's, it's those weeks that I struggle with, you know, spending time and connecting and just meditating and, and through prayer, and I can always feel like my family probably feels it more than I do, but I get a little irritated, and it's, it's a bigger challenge to just love those people. But it's so simple for us just to, I say it's simple. Again, it's challenging. 
to just, it's very basic, just spending the time, spending time in, in the Word through prayer, meditating, and just believing what He did for us. So with that, if you want to join me, we'll close in prayer. Worship team, you can come up then. Father, we come to you this morning. Thank you for being with us, guiding us, and leading us. And Father, just thank you for what you, um, what your Son Jesus Christ did for us, and that He died up on the cross. And just help us that we can believe in Him, and that we can believe that He died up on the cross for us. And it's through His through His salvation that we are saved, not by not by works, but through faith. And Father, I just pray that you would be with us as we go through this week. Guide us and lead us as we can connect with the people that we come across in our journey of life and that we can love them, that, we can, that they can see Jesus through us. And Father, I just pray that you would be with us as a body, as, as a body of church as we go out through this week. Just help us that we can help each other and that we can love each other and through this journey that people can actually see Jesus Christ living through us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.